Retropod is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Are you looking to learn a thing or two about getting your finances in order, saving, and investing? Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. So here's the thing about history. Sometimes it just happens. Serendipity. Coincidence. Other times, there's some real stagecraft involved. Case in point, Thurgood Marshall. More than 50 years ago, Thurgood Marshall was about to become the first African-American Supreme Court justice. He knew the moment was historic. It would last several lifetimes beyond his. And he wanted it to be remembered this way. Thurgood Marshall, the first African-American member of the Supreme Court, took the constitutional oath of office from Hugo Black, a white associate justice who had once been a member of the Ku Klux Klan. By the time he was nominated to the Supreme Court, Marshall had a long history of fighting for civil rights. The grandson of an enslaved man, Marshall had become one of the country's most famous litigators. He led the NAACP's legal team in the landmark 1954 case of Brown versus the Board of Education, which ended legal racial segregation in U.S. public schools. As a result, most Southerners at the time opposed his nomination to the Supreme Court. Eleven Southern senators had voted against his confirmation, complaining about his, quote, activist temperament. So Marshall understood the symbolism his swearing-in would hold. He chose a former KKK member to do the honors partly as an overture to the South, a sign that there was room to work together. That's according to former Washington Post reporter Will Haygood, the author of a book about Marshall. Hugo Black had been in the KKK for almost two years in the early 1920s. But by 1967, he had changed his ways. He had become a judge. He was even a part of the unanimous decision striking down school segregation. Marshall's swearing-in took place in a private ceremony in Justice Black's chambers. Marshall emerged from the court smiling. It was a surprisingly quiet affair, given its significance. The oath wasn't front-page news, and the Klan angle was largely ignored. The New York Times ran it as an Associated Press story on page 10. The headline read, Marshall inducted in closed ceremony. When asked why a closed ceremony, Marshall responded simply that it was a matter of protocol. But both men had to know the moment would transcend any notion of protocol. Here was a former Klan member welcoming a black man to the highest court in the land. And they didn't just become colleagues on the bench. They became best friends. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Deneen Brown, who reported this story for the Washington Post. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.